So tonight I'm going to be talking about stirring up the gifts. And when I was seeking the Lord on what he wanted me to preach on or teach on, this was what I had felt impressed to talk about just because um, this is kind of what I've been, what's been stirring up on the inside of me for um, the last couple weeks is, uh, you know, your gifts and your callings and, and what you're talented at and what the Lord's put on the inside of you. And, and I, I love studying it out. I even like, I um, wrote a book on it because uh, the Lord had given me the ability to become a creative. And so whether it's through photography or video or um, graphic design or all of these things, like that's something that I'm passionate about, but it's not just something that I like, but it's something that God gave me. It's a gift to use for his kingdom. And so I spend a lot of time teaching people on how to find that gift that God's given you. And it might not be uh, preaching or church planting or things like that, you know, going overseas, missionaries, whatever. But it could be something that the Lord's made you passionate about and given you a good gift for. You know, the Lord, um, I say this all the time, he did not gift me with the ability of singing. And so I stayed in my lane. I said, you know what, Lord? I can, I can create a great website. But, you know, but that's important. And so... Um, <laughs> It's important that you know I that you stay the course of what God's given you and what is your talent and not look to the right or to the left of who's better at this and who's better at that and who's better uh, and whose gift is more important and you know because people tell me well you know I feel called to ministry but I'm I'm not a public speaker or I feel called to ministry, but I don't want to travel, or all of these things. And I just say, find out what God has for you. Because he has something specific for you. And that's what I want to talk about tonight, is some of the gifts that you could have that God's given you. And it could be one of these. It could be um, multiple of these. And these are gifts, and not um, these aren't necessarily fivefold. These, because you, know, you can still be called to ministry, and, and not be a preacher or not be an evangelist or an apostle or a prophet, you know, you, but you are still valuable and you're still important to the kingdom of God. So I'm going to start in 1 Timothy 1, uh, and it's talking about in verse 6, Paul was telling Timothy to fan into the flame. Another translation says to stir up the gift inside of, of him. So in verse 6, it says, I'm writing to encourage you to fan into the flame and rekindle the fire of the spiritual gift God imparted to you when I laid my hands upon you. And when I read that, I felt the Lord to tell me before the night's over to open up the altars and open it up for anyone who either you don't know what your gift is or, or your purpose, or your calling, and you want to hear God clearly, yeah. or you do know, but you have it fanned into that flame in a while, and you need it to be stirred back up. And he told me to lay hands on anyone who needs to answer one of those two things and, and impart that to them. And I immediately was like, Lord, I can't do that. <laughs> I was like, Lord, who am I? I'm just a 20-something-year-old Bible graduate, like, I'm not Paul, like, I'm not, like, like, he is the one who laid hands here, and the Lord said, he, he reminded me in such a loving way, he's like, it's not you, he said, it's going to be me through you, yeah. 
So, and because that's what happened to me when I wanted to find out what God had for me, um, I was in a church service and there was a, 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 a preacher and he said, if you don't know what you're called to do in this life, um, I'm going to lay my hands on you. And if you're serious and you want to hear what it is you're called to do, God's going to speak it to you when I lay my hands on you. And so I said, okay, that's easy enough for me to to run up there and find out what God has for me. And, and he did. He met me where I was at, my faith. And I, I clearly heard what the Lord had for me to do. And I've been, I've been pursuing that ever since. And so I pray that, and I've been praying that you have that same experience here tonight in Jesus' name. So I'm going to start in Romans 12. Because God has given each person a gift or multiple gifts. I just want you all to know this Bible is actually... Um, more of a prop because I have my scripture right here, but I said I, I need to bring this up there just to have. Uh, so in Romans 12, it says, And so, dear brothers and sisters, I plead with you to give your bodies to God because of all he has done for you. Let them be a living and holy sacrifice, the kind he will find acceptable. This is truly the way to worship him. Don't copy the behavior and the customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. So in order to be transformed into a new person, you must first change the way you think. You cannot bring old thinking habits into a new life with Christ. So maybe if, you know, whether you're, you just got saved yesterday or you've been saved 40 years, you know, a lot of times people will go their entire saved life and not renew their mind and not find the importance of unlearning the bad thinking habits or patterns that they just grew up with, not learning what the word of God has to say about it, not learning what it is that God has for them. Because it's just, oh, it's just the way we grew up. You know, we always just got by or, or you know, that's, that kind of lifestyle is not for me. Or um, I'm just a, a shy person and that's just my personality. I'm an introvert. I'm whatever. And so when I first started going after the things of God, I had to renew my mind and say, you know what? No, I'm not a shy person. God's called me to preach in front of people and say, no. I'm not quiet. God's called me to be loud. <laughs> and then I married an Italian, and let me tell you what. <laughs> I thought I was loud before. I ain't got nothing on it. And, and I'll tell you all this because <laughs> I know we're live, and I don't know if I've ever told his family this, but I know his mom's watching. But when we first got engaged, there, we had an engagement party at his mom's house, and just like close family came. It wasn't even all the family. It was just close family. And it was my first time meeting everyone because, I mean, we, you know, we knew from the start God wants us to get married, so we didn't waste any time. We were dating, got engaged, and then got married. And so I met most of his extended family while we were engaged. It was like, hello, I'm new to the family here. And so, um, and it's just like the movies. I'm just like, if y'all ever seen the movies, it's really just like the movies. And all the women are in the kitchen. I mean, there was probably seven, but it sounded like hundreds. <laughs> and everyone, all the women 
are talking at the same time. This was probably like three years ago. All the women are talking at the same time. They're making the food. They got the brajul. They got the mozzarella. You know, they got all this stuff. And, you know, all the guys are downstairs watching TV. And the women are just talking. And so, you know, my husband's like, go, like, be, you know, get to know everybody. Meet them. And <laughs> I was there for 10 minutes in the kitchen. And this is like, you know, I'm just so new to all this. And I'm like, okay. And so everyone's just talking. And I'm just, like, watching. And, and, and I'm just like, they just all know what they're saying. Everyone just knows what they're, they're all talking at the same time, but everyone somehow knows exactly what everyone's saying. And I kid you not, I left and went and hid in a bedroom. <laughs> I was so, I was so overwhelmed by everything and meeting everyone and like you're smiling and you're like, oh yeah, and they're asking you questions and you're like, what did they just say? And so he comes upstairs because he, you know, I'm not in the kitchen and he comes upstairs. He's like, are you all right? I was like, I just needed like five minutes of quiet. I just need to collect my thoughts. I just, I can't even hear what I'm thinking anymore. And, and so it was, uh, it was quite the experience. But you know what? The more I got around it, the more, and then I, you know, I picked up on it. And then now, you know, we go home for Christmas and I'm in there and I'm talking. And if y'all saw me in that, y'all would be like, who is that? And so, cause you gotta be a different person. You gotta adapt. I think that's like one, what, you know, something in, in the military or something. You just gotta adapt to your surroundings when you're just out there, <laughs> you just gotta go for it. So like now we're just all yelling and, and no one's ever angry, but everyone's just yelling. So, all right, let's continue back to the word. Um, <laughs> Romans 12, starting in verse 3, it says, Because of the privilege and authority God has given me, I give each of you this warning. Don't think you are better than you really are. And that, that hit me because I was like, yes, Lord, help me to stay humble. It says, be honest in your evaluation of yourselves, measuring yourselves by the faith God has given us. Let us uh, just as our bodies have many parts and each part has a special function, so it is with Christ's body. We are many parts but of one body, and we all belong to each other. It says in verse 6, it says, In his grace, God has given us different gifts for doing certain things well. So if God has given us the ability, and this is where he goes on to, into the gifts, but before I get into the gifts here, I want to say, it says, in his grace, God has given us different gifts. So God has given, whatever gift he's given you, he's also given you the grace to do it. He's given you the grace to complete it, to run, uh, and, and not be overwhelmed. You know, he doesn't give us things to do and then kind of like dangle it in front of us like a carrot and say, you know, I gave you something to do, but it's impossible to do. And, you know, like my husband used this illustration uh, when he was preaching, he said, you know, if God told me to change this light bulb, you know, he's going to give me a ladder to do it. He's going to give me a way to do it. He's not just going to say, change that light bulb and then like, you know, embarrass you because you can't do it. He's going to give you the grace to do it. So if God has given you the ability to prophesy, speak out with as much faith as God has given you. If your gift is serving others, serve them well. If you are a teacher, teach well. If your gift is to encourage others, be encouraging. If it is giving, 
Give generously. And I said, Lord, let that be me. If God has given you leadership ability, take the responsibility seriously. And if you have a gift of showing kindness to others, do it gladly. And I immediately thought of Pastor Manny when I read that. <laughs> so the seven gifts from God, according to Romans 12, is uh, prophecy, serving others, teaching, encouraging others, giving, leadership, and showing kindness. Another version says showing mercy. So these are all gifts from God that we can contend for and that he's given these to a lot of people, but he hasn't given these to just everyone because it's important that each person has these gifts so we can all come together as the body of Christ in unity and work together and make the body move. Make that, that's part of being the church. You know, you could be very gifted in leadership and having leadership abilities, and it's important, that's important, and it's just as important as being someone who's called to business, and you're gifted at creating wealth, maybe stocks, investing, and creating money, and your gift is giving. You know, like giving doesn't have a hold on your heart. Giving uh, is, is not to say it's nothing to you, but it's not as big of a deal as someone who doesn't have that gift, but where giving is a big deal. You know, you can be so gifted in serving others, and it's just as important as, um, I think I said this last time I was preaching, it's just as important as someone being up here speaking. You know, you serving in the church, uh, lifting up the hands of our pastors, it's just as important as when they get up here on Sunday morning and preach, because without you, they wouldn't be able to do what they're doing. And so that's where the enemy comes in to try to uh, sow discourse and, and try to, you know, throw people and discord and try to throw people for, um, see, even when you're 24, you too can be my mother's daughter. <laughs> and, and try to throw people into, like, the pit of jealousy and comparison and all these things because, you know, you can feel like your job isn't as noticeable or people don't see, you know, your job's kind of on the back lines. You know, your job's, uh, for me, it was always your job's just behind the camera. You know, your job is to be behind the camera for the rest of your life and, and things like that. But I knew what God called me to do, but I knew that that job that God had given me is just as important as anyone here who's in front of the camera. And so in Romans 11:29, it says, For God's gifts and his call can never be withdrawn. In another version, it says, God's gifts are without re repentance. In Proverbs 18, 16, it says, A man's gifts makes room for him and brings him before great men. So your gift makes room for you. What does that mean? That means your gift um, has the ability to accelerate you, to bring you before great people. To, uh, that could be promotion. You know, your gift and excellence, which I love how when he's talking about the gifts, like if you're, uh, a teacher, teach well. If your gift is to encourage, be encouraging. Like, do it in excellence. If your gift is to give, give generously. Because that's, that's ultimately, you're not doing it to man. You're doing it as unto God. And God honors that. And when you say, like, Lord, I'm not doing this for my leadership. I'm not doing this for my boss. I'm just doing this as unto you. As if you ask me to do it. And I'm going to do it with my best ability. He honors that. In Proverbs 22, 29, and this was the scripture that actually inspired um, the book I wrote about uh, being a creative in ministry. It says, if you are uniquely gifted in your work, 
You will rise and be promoted. You won't be held back. You'll stand before kings. And that was where the inspiration of being, um, of my book was, you know, if you cultivate your gift and you follow, uh, you know, whatever it is, whether it, it could be anything, singing, it could be uh, cleaning, it could be serving, it could be leadership, uh, teaching. You know, I was, I was actually talking about you, Pastor Tracy, on the broadcast today um, about how, you know, she has a gift to work with kids. Amen. And that's so important because I don't have that gift. <laughs> I don't have that gift. And so if I looked at her and was like, man, she's so great with kids and I'm, you know, I don't feel like I am. And I started getting into this comparison realm. Then that's where the enemy can come in and, and, and make you question, well, you know, you're not really called to ministry, you know, because you're supposed to love all the children. And I do. I love the children. But I'm like, Lord, I don't know how to deal with the children. <laughs> but that's like that's what makes up the body of Christ is because he's called someone in who can run a camera. But he's also called someone in who can minister to children. He's called someone in who can start up a food pantry. He's called someone in who can uh, take care and, and visit people when they're in the hospital. Like, that's part of the body of Christ. And no job is more important than the other. But that's what he was saying was that it's your one body. You know, and, and in First uh, Corinthians 12, he goes into more um, detail about, you know, we're all uh, the body of Christ. I'm just going to read it because in, uh, in verse 12 it says, The human body has many parts, but the many parts make up one whole body. So it is with the body of Christ. Some of us are Jews and some are Gentiles and some are slaves and some are free, but we have all been baptized into one body by one spirit, and we all share the same spirit. Yes, the body has many different parts, not just one part, uh, if the foot says, I am not a part of the body because I am not a hand, that does not make it any less part of the body. And if the ear says, I am not part of the body because I am not an eye, would that make it any less part of the body? If the whole body were an eye, which would be real weird, how would you hear? Or if the whole body were an ear, how would you smell anything? But the bodies have many parts, and God has put each part just where he wants it. So if God's given you gifts and, you know, he's, he's given them to you for a purpose. And one thing that I felt the Lord really deal with me about was that it's not for my will, right? It's for his will. And so I said, you know what, Lord, you couldn't make me an amazing singer, like I always prayed for you too, because then I would go, I would like just throw me off. I would get so like my head would blow up and I'd be like, yes, I am the best singer. And I would go on tour over all of Europe. And I'm like, you know what, Lord, thank you because you really kept me humble. So, you know, but it's important to know that the, the gifts he's given you are for a reason. They're without repentance and they are for you to cultivate. They're for you to find for his purpose. You know, he doesn't, uh, one thing I always pray is like, Lord, not my will, but your will be done. I'll go where you want me to go. I'll say what you want me to say, and I'll do what you want me to do. And when I prayed that, I meant it. And so when I start, you know, venturing off on, you know, maybe I'll try this, and I'll do this, and I'll go here, and I'll do that. And I always revert back to, no, what has the Lord called me to do? You know, I've tried different businesses, um, and I've tried, uh, which was Funny, because I was uh, telling that this morning, 
Um, I, when, you know, I married an Italian. We, we went over that. So uh, one thing that came with that was uh, learning all the Italian movies. And so I learned what a middleman was. And, um, uh, sorry, mother-in-law, if you're watching. Uh, and so I realized, you know what I'm going to do in every area of my life? I'm going to cut out the middleman. And I said, you know, if we want, uh, for instance, uh, we wanted t-shirts made. I said, I'm not going to go to a t-shirt company. I'm going to buy the screen printing equipment, and I'm going to make t-shirts. I'm going to cut out the middleman. Can I tell you all how many times I cried from how hard it was to make t-shirts? <laughs> and how the Lord had not graced me to do that and probably didn't, and probably said, was like, no, sir, you don't have to do that. You could just order some t-shirts. Like, but that was like what it was. I was like, I'm going to cut out the middleman. I'm just going to, I'm going to do it all myself. You know, I'm not going to, I'm like, what am I, what do I need a photographer for? I, I'm just going to cut out the middleman and I'm just going to do it myself. And let me tell you, there were so many times where the Lord's like, no, you don't, you don't have to do that. <laughs> He's like, I didn't grace you to do that, Sarah. And, I, and I've had to find out like the hard way that, okay, this isn't like what I'm called to do. <laughs> like this business isn't what I'm called to do or, or, um, you know, this design or crafts or gifts, like all of these things. I was just like, you know what, Lord, you really didn't call me to this. <laughs> and so the Lord had reminded me like, um, to not get stressed out trying to do something that he hasn't called me to do. And even spiritually, you know, like where if it was something I wanted to, to try to embark on or to learn, and he's like, you know, I didn't ask you to do that. You can, uh, like for writing my book, exa for example, like I was like, you know, I'm going to cut out the middleman. I'm going to learn to format and, and publish my own book. He said, Sarah, you don't have to do that. <laughs> And now let me tell you, halfway through learning how to do it, I said, you know what, Lord, you're right. I don't have to do this. I could just pay someone to do this for me, and they can operate in their gifts. Amen. <laughs> Amen. So, you know, don't feel like you have to do everything yourself, in, especially here in the body of Christ. You know, if you don't feel like you have a strong prayer life, find, some, find a, a prayer warrior that's here already and, and have them come in agreement with you for something. If you feel like you don't have the faith to believe for someone, find someone, our pastors who have, who have cultivated a faith, you know, to help uh, build up your faith, uh, agree with you in something. And, and, you know, don't feel like you have to do everything yourself. Don't feel like, you know, God put you here and you have to do everything yourself because he's also brought a great team of people here to help serve each other. Amen. And I'm going to close with this. And uh, in, in everything. So, you know, we are all important and useful in the body of Christ. And we all need each other to complete his purpose and his will. And so I want to encourage you to rely on him to reveal your purpose in life. Ask him to give you direction and wisdom. And that's at any age that you are. You know, if you feel the Lord's leading you to do something or to start something or, or to go somewhere or to speak to someone, lean in on that and find out what it is that he has for you to do. And humble yourselves before him. Give him glory for what he empowers you to do. You know, everything, 
anytime someone tells me like, oh, good job with this or great job with that, or hey, how did you learn how to do this? I just say it was all the Lord, you know? And, and it was, I didn't go to school for half the, I mean, other than to learn how to preach, like nothing, uh, no other talent God has given me have I gone to school for because it's, it's all the Lord. He taught me, he showed me, he connected me with people. He just brought, he just brought it up. And so humble yourselves in James 4.10, it says, humble yourselves in the presence of the Lord and he will exalt you. And another, um, another thing I wanted to encourage you with is because um, I was reading in Matthew 25 where it was talking about uh, the stewardships of the talents where one man was given five talents, another man two, and another man one. Is that right? Is that right? Okay, yeah, something like that. And uh, quick, see, listen, math is not my talent. Math was not, <laughs> math is not my gift. Math, I was homeschooled, and let me tell you right now, it's by the grace of God. <laughs> that I even learned how to spell my middle name. If y'all even knew how many words my mama put in my middle name, that, like, let me tell you what, I wasn't until I was 10, and that's not a lie. Uh, so in Matthew 25, it talks about, um, you know, they were given talents, and one man invested, and, 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 but one man, um, he buried it. He was, he, was, he was scared he was gonna lose it, he didn't wanna lose the talent, and I know this is talking about fi financial stewardship, but, I feel like it could also be used as an example of what the talents that, the actual talents uh, that God gives us, you know, if you invest in growing them and learning and cultivating, uh, you know, maybe, you're, maybe you feel called to preach, but you don't uh, feel called to speak in front of people, you know, start investing in yourselves and, and grow it so that way you don't have to be, when the day comes when we stand before God and he says, what did you do with what I gave you? We don't have to say, Lord, I just buried it. <laughs> I didn't want to lose it, so I just buried it. You know, I know you gave me that talent to, to uh, uh, lead people and, and uh, be a leader and um, take responsibility. And, you know, I just buried it, though, because I, I didn't want to, I didn't want to step out of my comfort zone or I didn't want to uh, go here or go there. You know, don't, don't be like that. Take whatever talent has been given to you and multiply it and grow it. And it's also not wrong to seek him for uh, a talent that you desire. Maybe you want to learn how to uh, serve people better or you want to learn how to uh, treat people with kindness. And, and like that was something like really that God had to do in me because it was like I kind of just fended for myself in life. Like, you know, I kind of felt like compassion for people if they were really like struggling with something or going through something. But it's like I didn't care. And I, or like if I saw people and I knew they weren't saved, I was like, I don't really want to talk to them. And God had, I had to like seek after him to say, God, okay, I really need you to give me like a passion for people. <laughs> I was like, if I'm going in ministry, I really got to care about people. <laughs> and, and he did. He really did. He broke my heart for people. And, and so I see people different and I see people how, um, like how he sees them. You know, I see people in, in their full potential, even though they're not there now. Like I can see like, okay, you could really go and, and do this and you can really, I like now I'm like believing in people more than they believe in themselves and I'm like Lord <laughs> but it's all glory to him because I, I sought after him so if you if you know you you have a gift that you want to cultivate he'll do it he'll he'll do that
If you'd like to stand with us as we preach the gospel and go after souls, you can do so by going to mjvministries.com and clicking Give Now. You can also connect with us on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Just search MJV Ministries and subscribe. Thanks for listening.